0: hello folks and welcome to the don't call it soccer soccer podcast i'm your host blake marquez thank you for joining me today we are going to talk about the premier league transfer window and a little bit of um premier league matchups before the um big kickoff tomorrow friday august 10th manchester united versus leicester but before that Let's get into the transfer window. In the Premier League, um, I read an article. There's a guy, Nick Miller, wrote an article for ESPN. He did a grading system, um, an ABC grading system. Uh, let's start it off with Arsenal. He gave Arsenal a B for um, the two signings that they made in their midfield Um I am interested in these signings, but um, I don't know if it's going to be enough to drastically improve their team. Um, I think with the with the adding of a brand new coach after 20 years, Arsenal are in need of a identity change. So if this coach can come in and change the identity of that squad while maintaining um, what the fans believe is the identity of the squad as well. Like um, you know, you gotta you gotta bring in a winning mentality but not change the fundamentals and the core of what Arsenal fans believe is the gunners, you know, the gunner way, if you will. Um He gave them a B. I don't know much about the players that he signed, but I am excited to see what Arsenal can do. Um I'm gonna try to kinda give a quick rundown of this list. Um Barmworth, Bournemouth was given a um, B minus, Brighton was given a B plus, and Burnley was given a C. Um, Cardiff was given a C as well, and I'm excited to see Cardiff. It's funny how when one Welsh team leave, another one comes in, so it should be good to uh, see them, wish them the best. Um, Chelsea. Nick notes that they have made two um, big signings overall with the new coach, both in the midfield as well. Um, but overall, they are going to have to bear with the same team that got them sixth place, um, which is all right. Ch- Chelsea hasn't seen very many huge changes over the last few years, anyways. Um, but we will we will see. Um, they should always be shooting for the top four. As well, which is normal with the top seven teams. You know, you're fighting for that those European spots. Um, Crystal Palace is an exciting move. Um, we didn't see very many um, people brought brought in, but we did see them keep the contract of um, Wilfred Zaha. They gave he gave them a B minus. Um, Everton was given a B minus for Fulham. I'm excited to see what they do. They were given a hundred million plus budget, and they used it. They brought in all kinds of new players, none that I'm super familiar with, um, other than Andre Shirley, Shirley, who wasn't even mentioned in this article. I think he was brought in on loan, but man, this guy, he's one. World Cups, he's won Premier Leagues, he's done work in Germany, and he's back in the Premier League on a significantly lower-level team. So it'll be nice to see him kind of need to put the team on his back and see what he can do being a um, being a key player in that attack. Um, so definitely keep an eye on the left side of Fulham's attacking. And... Um, Huddlesfield was given a C. Leicester keeping Vardy and bringing in Johnny Evans from um, uh, West Brom. That's that's a great signing at 3.5 million uh, euros. Evans is a great defender. Um, I feel like he's underrated, but um, we'll see about them. They were given a B plus. Liverpool was given an a significantly boosting their midfield, which. Everyone knows from the Champions League final that Liverpool needs depth. Um, bringing in Keita, bringing in Fabinho, bringing in um, Shakiri, This drastically improves Liverpool. Shakiri had the debut of a lifetime against Manchester City. So um, excited to see these guys do work and see how Liverpool's attacking front line does. Um, speaking of City and speaking of squad depth, City brought in Mares. Mares, it's, it's, no, it's, you can't argue it's a great signing for City. I don't know if it's a great signing for Mares. I hope he gets playing time. He definitely deserves it. But sometimes you see these really big name players go to really big teams and then you don't see them get as much playing time as you think they deserve. Kind of a Gareth Bale situation where, look, I can go out here. I can score goals for you. I can win you games. But I need to play. So let me leave if um, I'm not going to play. We'll see. Uh, I'm excited to see Mares on City. Manchester United was given a C minus. They didn't do much to improve their squad other than the very uh, much talked about signing of Fred who I don't know much about, so I'm not really going to um, even talk about it. I just hope that United, actually I don't hope being a Liverpool fan, but being an overall soccer fan, I hope United uh, show up because I think if they don't do anything this year, Mourinho's is going to have to go, rather it be by his own accord, which most likely it will be, or rather it be by um, pink slip, if you will. Now, um, Newcastle were given a big fat F because the only couple signings they made were by way of um, just under $10 million. Rondon coming in from West Brom. Rondon is a great striker, um, but if you're a team that's looking to break into the top half of the Premier League, um, he's not necessarily going to be the one that, that'll get you there. He's good for a goal every couple games. He's good for... Potential hat trick, hat trick in a season, but um, th- this wasn't a this wasn't a great jaw dropping um, window for Newcastle. They were given an F by um, Nick Miller. Now Spurs also um, given an F by Nick. I kind of disagree. he gives them enough because they didn't really sign anyone. Well, not they didn't really sign anyone. They didn't sign anyone, which is scary to be a Spurs fan because look, the all the runners up, all the top four from the year before all made huge signings um, and they didn't. so I don't know what they're thinking in this way. But um, that's something that the fans in the front office is going to have to deal with. Um, maybe we'll see something in the winter. Maybe they're going to make a weird push at the second half of the season. But who knows? They were also given an F. Watford was given a C. West Ham was given a C. And Wolves were given a C. Um, that is all from Nick's article. Um, again, the transfer window was super amazing not just in the Premier League but we finally got word that Arturo Vidal will be joining Barcelona from Byron that's gonna be amazing um those are that that's the type of world- class signings where it's just like I again being a Premier League primarily Premier League watcher I'm not gonna get to see him play every week but it'll be great to see him perform with another world-class team. For the third time and potentially win a uh, Champions League this time. I know, he, he, I'm sure that's what he's searching for at this point. Um, so, hats off to him. And while we're in um, Europe and talking tran- Champions League transfers, you have to talk about Ronaldo. My heart breaks that I won't see two Ronaldo versus Messi. Classicos anymore but ronaldo versus messi in a champions league that isn't it's like um you know it's it's gonna be the drink that instead of you get to taste this and witness this every year it's not gonna happen every year but it still has the potential to happen every once in a while and it will be amazing um so and also it's gonna be nice not to necessarily see them compared to each other every year. Ronaldo didn't go for as nearly as much um, that people thought he would have gone for. I mean, everyone talked about that billion dollar buyout that he had. That would have been insane, but that would have put the the uh, transfer bubble, the soccer transfer bubble, even bigger. Um, it wouldn't have been good for the soccer economy. I really don't think so with the way that tickets are going in Europe and it just, it it would have been a little, a little too much for a lot of fans, I feel, but seeing Ronaldo on a different team is great. I would have, I really wanted him to go to somewhere in, uh, England. I honestly, it would have been cool to even see him go to PSG, but Javente's, um, It's kind of a poetic move with the way that he's been walking over them in the last couple years regarding the Champions League. Um, Now, let's get into some Premier League fixtures, and then I'm going to sign off, and we will see what happens this week. Um, Match week one, game one, kicking off the Premier League is going to be Manchester United versus Leicester, this is going to be a great game. Um, it's going to be at Old Trafford. I'm going to go ahead and predict 2-1 for the way of Manchester United. I think Lukaku's going to probably get one in there. Lukaku looked really good. Pogba looked really good. Um, Rashford, everyone on the squad looked great in the World Cup. Um, Leicester... I think Vardy's good for a goal in this. Sorry about that. Is good for a goal in this. That's why I'm going to go for it Uh, 2-1 with United winning. All right, I'm back. I'm sorry. If you couldn't tell, I did get some text messages. I had to check them. Um, No big deal. I was at Newcastle versus Spurs Um, The two F-rated teams for um, their transfers are going to face off on Saturday morning. I'm going to have a tough time not picking Spurs. I'm not so confident in a scoreline on this, but Spurs um, look like... They're just going to be the better team if both of them haven't made any significant signings. Rondon's going to be fun to watch in that game. It is a home game for uh, Newcastle, so Newcastle could pull something away, but um, I'm I'm going to stick with a draw. I think I'm going to go with a draw on this one. Um, for Burnley versus Cardiff, um. Unfortunately, I am only one man, and I don't know very much about either of these teams. Um, so I'm not going to be able to even talk about this one. Um, I'm going to go Cardiff just being 1-8 Welsh myself. Let's go Cardiff. Um, Fulham Crystal Palace. Um, Fulham have that nice signing with a uh, Shirley. And Crystal Palace locked down Wilfred Zaha so definitely watch that battle down the um, down the flanks there and then we have what I think are is gonna be the match of the weekend being um, Arsenal versus City both arguably top four teams in England Um, it is gonna be in London so it's it's gonna be a tough call. These are always great games. Uh, I'm gonna to have to go with City. I don't know if we'll see Mares start this game. I would be pretty bummed if we didn't see him start, but who knows? Um, Sterling's in that spot too, so they might give Sterling the run out before they give Mares. Liverpool versus West Ham. It's in. Anfield at Anfield, whatever. I um, gotta, go, gotta go with Liverpool. There's 3 1, 3 0, maybe. Um, but uh, it's going to be tough not to see Liverpool score some good goals in this game. Um, those are going to be your top games of the weekend go ahead and leave me a message if you want to discuss any other games i'd be happy to talk to any west ham fans out there after the game and i'd be happy to talk to any fans of any of these teams um to make me a little more knowledgeable on the smaller teams so please leave a message if um I didn't talk about your team enough. Please leave me a message if I talked about your team too much. And go ahead and leave me a message if I did okay. Thank you for listening. My name is Blake. Have a great weekend. Whoa, hey, don't stop yet. Did you already leave? Hope not. I decided to throw in a second segment. Um, This is still going to be the preseason episode, but it is kickoff day, uh, the day of the Man U and Leicester game, but I wanted to do a quick um, little table rundown on what teams I think are going to be top seven, what teams I think will get relegated, and... um, Stuff like that. I'm not going to really focus on the middle of the table. Because that's where stuff can just... Anything can happen in the middle of the table. There's a lot of teams. There's... You know, you never know. But we're going to stick to top seven. And bottom three. Um, I would do the... um, Championship teams that could get promoted into the Premier League this season. But unfortunately... I do not know much about the championship. Um... So let's start with the bottom three. Um, going off of the fact that Crystal Palace, not Crystal Palace, I'm very sorry. Newcastle had such a terrible transfer. Um, I'm going to say that they're going to have to go. They're, they're, um, there's all, Rafa is an amazing coach and I don't necessarily think it would be his fault. I mean, it's we haven't even seen match week one, so who knows if it would be his fault or not, but I, I think the way that they performed in the transfer window, they don't seem like a team that want to stay in the Premier League, which is, of course, they want to stay, but you, I said earlier... Like Fulham, it if you or Fulham, if you want to stay in the Premier League, you got to drop dollars. This is the money league. So, um, we'll see. I wish them the best. I have um, a lot of friends that are Newcastle fans, but I don't know. I I don't think you can stay with not spending over. million and you're in the transfer window in this day and age. Um, I also think Crystal Palace are going to have a hard time. They have always had a, they've had a hard time the last two years. Um, they had a, I, I thought they were going to leave at the beginning of last season. Um, when they were going through that hard time where they couldn't get a win for what, five, six games. Um, But they found a way to pull through. It's a long season. Anything can happen. But I'm going to pick Crystal Palace as my second relegation team. And I also believe Cardiff are going to leave as well. Um, I looked over some of their squad on FIFA. Um, Again, I don't know very much about them. But they don't seem strong enough to... Stay in the Premier League. Um, for the top seven, um, I'm gonna start at seven and work my way up. Um, I'm doing seven because those are the championship teams. Not championship teams. The the teams that make it into Europe or at least the European playoffs. Um, and it's a it's great because we end up having. I mean, six really good like. You know, I feel like when I first started watching, we had like top four, top five, and Spurs have really come around and become a world-class team, Um, and they perform well in the Champions League. Um, They really do. They had an amazing Champions League season last year. Um, That being said, I am going to put Spurs in the top seven and not my top four. I don't think... They have what it takes this season, based purely off of their transfer window. Um, they looked; their a lot of their players did look good in the um, World Cup. They had a good preseason, from what I've read, but not making any moves in the in the transfer window is almost a death sentence. But they do have a amazing squad um the fact that every other team um above and below them in the from the table last year made improvements and they didn't it just i don't see what what could change um it's really sad because i said earlier in the segment i feel like they just needed one more push of a couple really world-class signings like imagine if they could have gotten bell back if I, I was praying, I was. I have a friend Abdel who I'm sure will be on the show, telling him like, "Look, if if Bale leaves, granted, it would be kind of a weird transfer for Bale, but it would be a poetic transfer for the soccer world, and if if Bale were to come back to Spurs, that would be, I would almost for sure give them." Favorites for winning the Premier League because he, he would get at playing time, obviously, not like he is at Real Madrid. Um, my other top seven pick is gonna be um, Chelsea, they're another team running with the um, with pretty much the same team as last year. New coach, um, I don't think they can push through. I, um, I mean, who knows? It's Chelsea they have an outstanding squad but um i don't know sorry i'm over here trying to log into my computer as well english premier league so i i just don't i'm not convinced that they'll be able to break into the top 4 this year although with, when you're talking these teams again it any i mean they're, it's not to say Chelsea aren't a world-class amazing team, but they're not, they haven't improved necessarily from what we saw from them last year. Um, I don't know much about the coach that they've brought in, but I, uh, I got them from 6th to 5th place, or from 7th to 5th place. And I'm going to just bring up a list here on my computer loading loading all right um and then i i gotta fill in that top seven and then it gets a little easier from the top four um the last team on the top seven you know everton looked good they had a good transfer window um and then who? I mean, I I literally rolled out of bed to do this, so bear with me, folks. First episode of the season. Burnley looked good. They had an all right transfer window. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Everton. I, I think Everton looked good. They got Citizen. Um, they made some good transfers in the uh, striker department. So, let's go Everton as well. And just to go back to the relegation spot, I I think Southampton have a good opportunity to get relegated. I mean, it's a bad opportunity for them. Good opportunity for people who don't like them. And I just, I can't see them staying in much longer if there isn't a drastic change in their mentality they they've been liverpool's um farm team for a very long time um and unfortunately i think liverpool have picked them apart but a lot of those that's a team where if you stay at a team like that you're you're not going to develop like you can at liverpool um i think maybe a spurt in the championship for them for southampton well, they have an amazing youth school, youth uh, development uh, facility, so I don't know what it would do for them um, but it just takes a little pressure off of a lot of their um, youth coming out of the academy. Now, without um, any more hesitation, let's move into the top four um, I think Arsenal are gonna break into the top four. Um, I Oh, wait, wait. Did I already say Arsenal? No, I didn't. I had to go back and check. I remember now. I had um, Everton or Burnley, Chelsea, and Spurs. Um, So, again, it's kind of an iffy table. I'm kind of developing these thoughts as I go here. No notes, unprofessional, but that's okay. Um, top four. I am going to take Arsenal. Um, if they can figure out that identity thing like I was talking about, um, It's that's going to be very key for them. If not, I see Chelsea going and taking that spot. I for sure do not see Spurs getting into the top four this year. Um, I just I can't believe they haven't made any transfers. That was... Mind-blowing to me when the window closed. Um, and then I got United at 3, City at 2, and Liverpool at 1. I'm leaving room for flip-flop there. United look really good. They can they could take it. City could take it. And Liverpool, man, some are calling their front line the best front line in Europe. I don't necessarily agree. I'm looking at the um, odds. And Liverpool have um, second favorites to win behind City. I don't think City... Um, I, I it's, it's one of those things where I think City are going to dominate a lot of these teams like they did last year. I don't think a lot of these teams have made preparation to change anything by way of City. But I think Liverpool still have their number. I think that showed in... Um, preseason that we still have their number um I think we had their season their number last season there was that crazy fluke um where they whooped us when Mane got sent off in the first game of the season um for that fixture but I don't think um I don't think Liverpool are gonna take any heavy defeats to City this season I think we might see a draw or so but I think Liverpool have their number like I say um But that's not to say that Liverpool aren't going to take Ls anywhere else in these games. And I think City are going to run over a lot of these teams like they did last season. So if I had to pick top two, it would be City-Liverpool. But United can go in there. And then again, any of these top seven teams can jump in and go on a good run. Um, So let's go through it again. I got top four, City-United-Liverpool-Liverpool. And Arsenal. And then I got top seven um, being Chelsea, Spurs, and Burnley, maybe Everton. And for relegation, I picked. You got a text. How professional. I picked um, Newcastle, Crystal Palace. And I believe I had Southampton or Cardiff in there. Um, I also want to talk about Wolves. Uh, I don't think Wolves look very good. They they don't seem like it. the way they performed in the um, in the transfer window. They don't seem like a team that want to stay. I mean, again, every team wants to stay, but you do things like Fulham did, but, and it's just like. That's a team that want to stay in the Premier League. We are going to get in there, and we're going to drop does. So, I mean, there you have it, folks. Um, if you want to stay in the Premier League, drop does. I don't know what does are, but it's a term I'm using for dollar bills, y'all. Um, thank you for listening to another horrific rant from uh, yours truly, Thank you for checking out the episode. I'm excited to see the game tonight, this afternoon, because I am in America and our games are at noon. Um, So enjoy match week one, folks. I'll come back at you sometime Monday and throughout the week, I'll be building up, or throughout the weekend, I will be building up this uh, next episode. Thanks for listening. Big kiss. Mwah.